All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. We're going to do another throwback today. I'm doing this on a Wednesday morning. I was up all night watching the election. If you live in the United States, you know what I'm talking about. It's just pandemonium right now. Who will be our president, Trump or Biden? We still don't know. We probably won't know for the rest of the week. So it's just chaos right now. If you're in Canada, you probably don't care. I don't know if you follow politics. But... That being said, we're moving on to hockey. It, it's it's fun to look back at all these episodes that I've done, especially the first season, because I have a – listen, my, my memory is not where it should be. I don't know if it's because I've been hit in the head too many times or if it's a, not a very memorable person who has a good memory. I don't know. You can probably get a couple different answers from a few different people, whoever you talk to. But it was neat to go back and, and kind of pick and choose which episodes we want to release. I thought about Luke Wachowski – Nice interview, good guy. He's a really tough kid. I don't know what he's doing now, but the audio wasn't great for that one. I thought about doing the Denny Savard one. Really interesting guy who might do that next week or the week after. But I, I went with my, my go-to. The first interview I ever did, my best bud from the Blackhawks, Brian Bickle. There's a lot of bees in that sentence. I didn't even mean to do that. But yes. Brian Bickle from the Blackhawks, um, just like Stu Grimson, I went to the Blackhawks convention. This was our first major outing, and we decided to, well, we didn't decide. They decided for us, these are the players you're going to get. And I lobbied for Brian, actually. I, I asked uh, the PR person who works for the Hawks, pretty good friends. I'll be completely honest. I tried to get the current players. I was like, give me Kane, Taves, Duncan Keith, Seabrook. Give me all these guys. Give me their young draft picks. I'd love to interview all of them. Jabrinkit. And they just flat out said, no, these guys are too busy. And honestly, we've never heard of this podcast. 
so, we will give you these guys who are, you know, rightfully really good hockey players, but not as current or as popular as McCain, Taze, Keith, Seeds, those guys are. So, we were, I don't want to say we were left with Vix, but I was lucky to get Vix. He's my buddy, like I said, and he had just retired a few years prior. He was diagnosed with MS, which is a pretty debilitating disease, and it just gets progressively worse and worse and worse. There's no cure for it. And it was it was such a sad thing when he got diagnosed with that because, like I said, we were really close friends, and to see one of your close friends who hockey players you just feel are invincible, and especially when you know somebody you know strongly, or Vix is a big, burly, strong guy, and he gets diagnosed with this disease, and it's like, man, like it really kind of hits you. And it was, it, I'll be honest, I, I didn't know what to expect because we had talked a little bit back and forth on text and on phone calls before this. But we haven't had a good conversation between the two of us for a year, year and a half at that point. So we sat down. We just started, you know, getting into our old rhythms, joking around, this and that, kind of giving each other a hard time. And I didn't know whether to broach the MS topic. I didn't know how sensitive he was about it because it's a pretty touchy subject. Like, this is something that could potentially take your life. So... I don't know. It, it was my first interview that I had ever done, and I think this was only episode two or three in the whole podcast. You can tell when I do the intro, I don't even know the name of the podcast. I just say, the podcast with John Scott, and then I got a cue off stage for somebody saying, it's Jack Sack, call Drop in the Gloss. You got to mention the name. So it was um, it was a little slow, but I think once once we got going, after a few, few seconds, me and Brian just kind of got into our rhythm and started having fun. It was nice to just catch up with a guy who you have so much history with. You know, I, I spent literally two years every day with this guy at the rink, outside of the rink. We hung out all the time. And it was just nice to kind of sit down, catch up, and just see what he's up to and just uh, shoot the breeze a little bit. So, anyways, with that being said, I, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Brian's been on the podcast twice now. He was on the Blackhawks uh, little mini series we did for the 2010 Cup. So, it's good to have him back. This, I, I don't know if you'd tell this is the third time he's been on the podcast. But anyway, Brian Bickle, everybody, and I will talk to you on Friday. Cheers. Even though sports had to break your business did not, you have to keep moving. And that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which needs more quality candidates. We'll see it, and they'll see it fast. So try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. 
You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. I would not bet on the Pats to win the division. That's just all, all I'm saying. Sorry, Tim. So head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we're here at the Hawks convention doing the John Scott podcast called Dropping the Gloves. Fickle, thanks for coming, buddy. Yeah. So Brian was my roommate when I played for the Hawks for two years. Greatest roommate ever had. (laughs) So fun. We were just talking before we turned this on. One of my friends asked me if we'd ever been in a fight. And And we said, yes, we have. Yeah. And the fight happened in the AHL. I think it was my second year in the A, probably your first, maybe. That was my second year. Your second year, so we were still pretty fresh, and we met up behind the net. Brian shoved somebody, turned around, and I was there. And I knocked him out one punch. Well, that's your side of the story. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great. I didn't win the fight because you're 18 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got got pushed, and I was really mad. I was like, who the hell? And I get up, and I'm like, oh. Yes. And then, obviously, the the clubs dropped, and... Wasn't a one punch. You punched me a couple times, and then I couldn't get you. So, so like, yeah, it was Back a one punch, <laughs> and then he went down. That's how I saw it, and that was it. But anyways, well, you know, it's all semantics. We'll move past it. Yeah. We obviously have a good relationship now. We roomed for two years, like I said. And I'll, I'll say this. One of the best things about rooming with Brian was he was very low maintenance. Pretty simple. Let me control the channel switcher. You're older. I was older. He let me control pretty much everything of, of the room. It was very nice. Yeah. We'd go to dinner. I would order for him. I would just, I'd say, Brian, it's time to go to bed. Go to bed. I would go to bed. <laughs> I'm a sleeper. I, I, I hit the pillow. I'm down. He's like, I, you will go to sleep. Right? I will put you to sleep. But, no, it was great. So we'd go out to dinner. And we, I don't know if you guys remember, there's this game. What was it called? Scrabble with Friends. Words with Friends. Words with Friends, yes. And we would play throughout dinner. We'd sit beside each other at the bar, yeah. and we'd get our phones, and we would play Words with Friends together. And that was our routine on the road. And I would, you would win most just time. dominate Brian I, at this I've game. I've actually won a couple times. <laughs> and okay. he brought, it was funny because... The words you would throw out there were just like fantastic. You love the cues. The cues. Q A T cats. I had yeah. no idea that was yeah. the word. Yeah. And that was our routine. And we would do that every day on the road. Every day, yeah. It was a, a meal and we had to play Words of Friends. That was a thing. It was great. It was it was lovely. Yeah. And then we'd jump on the plane and we would play cards. Cards and I dusty in cards. No, 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 no. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, like we were lucky enough. We tra- we travel private. We have a private plane, and so you'd get done with the game, and you would pack up all your gear. Well, you wouldn't. Someone would pack it up for you. You'd go to the plane. You get there'd be a nice card table. You jump on the plane. There'd be a deck of cards, and we'd have four or five guys who play cards. And some of the guys weren't the greatest. Like we played with Marty Turco. He was okay. Um, Brian Campbell, who was 
Not very good. No, he he was not very good at all. Like uh, Troy Brower was okay. He yeah. was very serious about it. Very not very fun to play with. No. And then me and Brian would play all the time. And I would like to say we would gamble a little bit. Not much. Not much, not you much. know. Just the friendly gamble. But he did. I did win. You did put my kids through college. I really appreciate oh that goodness. because kids, you got five. I got five of them, so it was it was it was really nice. And we play schnarps and spades and all that stuff, and it was so fun. Yeah. But what was okay? Let's talk about you a little bit. How many cups do you have under your belt? Uh, well, none right now, oh. but um, I say two. I say two. I was part of the, the 2010, but um, how many rings do you have at home? I have three rings. Okay. Your name's on the cup twice. Twice. He's got three rings. Here, yeah, come on. Give it to him. You were a huge part of two cups. And the first one, you were Black Ace, or you were... I was, I was there. I was, uh, like, um, like you, helping scratch most of the time. Oh, my goodness. Holy shit. <laughs> actually, okay. I actually helped. So, Taze broke a record for the longest streak in playoffs. Well, thanks for having us uh, being here, Brian. <laughs> No, go ahead. So, Taves, what was the so, streak you broke? So, Taves broke uh, the longest playoff streak for 19 games or whatever, and then I actually assisted on, on his goal. So, I actually did play a little bit. What was his play. streak, though? What was the 19 games? Like, 19 games in a row of having a point. But, oh, no kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I didn't know that. And you and you were on one of those. I was, yeah, I was on that. Yeah. The second round? Second round, Nashville. They should have put your name on the cup. No. I think so. No, I don't think so. If you contributed in the playoffs? You made me... Want to win it again. Whose name was on the cup that you thought, what a joke? <laughs> My name should be there instead of his. I don't know. No, because no, they put, how many names did they get allotted for that cup? I don't know. You know how no, many I names. I don't know. Because you probably saw the list. play like 40 games and then you have to get. But they can the do finals. exemptions if you did play. I know, I, know, I know they do that. So when you saw the list and you saw, oh my gosh, that guy's name's no, on I, there? I'm not, I'm not like that. I am. No, I know you are. Because <laughs> I would have been like, no, no, no. What? <laughs> so, come on. No, I didn't have a name. Really? Yeah. You're better than I'm, I am. I'm just too nice. You are too nice. So, Brian's an avid fisherman. Yes. He loves to fish. You guys probably know that. Yeah. What is the best? What do you like to fish for the most? I like to fish for bass. Bass? Anything in particular? Why? Just the fight? Just the... Um... It's like my quiet place. When I played hockey, I would go to the summers and I would fish just to kind of recharge the batteries. Some guys golf. I, I fished. And now I'm retired. I'm just hoping to fish a lot more. I know Amanda's around here somewhere. My wife. She won't let you fish? She's, uh, she, no, she lets me at times. <laughs> but um, it's just it's like my happy place. Everyone's got a happy place. My happy place is on the boat. I need to find a happy place. I don't even know where my happy place is. No. I don't know. Do I have a happy place? You can tell yourself that. I don't know. What's my happy the place? Toilet? The shit. The shit. What? The ice rink? In the rain. Sunday nights. Sunday night men's ice league. rink. That's true. I do play men's league Sunday night, and the game will end, and I'll sit in the locker room for like three, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll come home, and my wife's like, where have you been? I'm like, oh, you know, I Shooting lost track of time, and then everyone bought a lot of beer, and it's just kind of whatever, so... Yes, I guess the ice rink would be mine, but fishing sounds a lot better. That is nice. So what are you doing with your time now? You retired two years ago. One year ago? Two years ago. I don't two know. years ago, whatever. whatever so what do you do? What, what keeps you busy? You got two little girls running around. Michaela Kinsley and Officer Amanda keeps me busy. 
Amanda uh, sounds like a real pill. Where'd she go? <laughs> Amanda. She's just happy that I'm around more. That's good. Um, no, I've been doing some, a lot of traveling. I've been working with a couple companies to um, doing motivational speaking, actually. Which we talked about last night, which I found very interesting. That very you're a motivational interesting speaker. That to be a motivational because speaker. Brian couldn't put two words together when we were oh. playing. What are you talking about? I'm good. A funny story is, sorry to cut you off. So we would be in the room and I would, we'd have to call our wives before we go to bed. And you would go in the washroom and call your wife. So I, because I knew it was going to be a long call. Yeah. And so Brian, we'd be laying there and he'd go, he'd, he'd look over at me and go, watch this. This is how it's done. <laughs> Dial up Amanda. Good evening. Hey, babe. How's it going? Yep. Yep. Love you. Okay. Bye. Boom. 45, 45 seconds. seconds. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. He's like, that's how it's done. And I go, all right, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> and I go and sit on the I toilet for an hour. And I'm sleeping when he comes up. <laughs> it, was, it was so true. funny. It's true. so true. But okay, so now you, you do motivational speaking. Yeah. Just talk about my story of my career and then overcoming obstacles, obviously, taking the minors and uh, different things, obviously, with the MS. You want to touch on that? I didn't know if you want to go into that. The MS? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. I'm I'm open. Okay. Um, Just to overcome things, uh, put your mind to anything, never give up, just things like that. Yeah. And so everything's going good? You're feeling good? good. I get uh, get treatments and uh, once a month and, you know, I just live every day like it's, you know. Not like the last, but but you still, know, you get that it. scare, yeah. Enjoy it. And speaking of motivational, your last game, the shootout, how cool was that? It was cool. It was, uh, it's funny. We um, went to OT. We had like a couple breakaways back and forth, so I was like, oh, whatever. And then Peters, Bill Peters, I had him as a coach yep. uh, with Rockford. He ran down the bench and said, "You're gonna shoot." And I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" Like I've only had one other attempt that I remember. I missed the net, so I'm like, "Shit, I can do better." <laughs> like I better score, so I can have. A, I can say that I'm, I have a better shooting percentage than you me, know, probably. James and, and Kane. Fifty percent's pretty good. So then go down, and I don't even know. Where, uh, I just picked a spot and went in. I hit the post, and it was cool to see the you know, Philly fans because they're. Pretty bad. They're the worst fans in the NHL. They're pretty bad, but they're cheering. And, That's and cool. See the other team and respect and finish off that way it was definitely cool. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah, the Philly fans, by the way, I've had full cups of chew spit thrown on me in Philly, where you're sitting in the penalty box and the cup perfectly hits the edge of the glass and gets dumped all over you. And then have full beer cans thrown at you when you go to the bus, and they're saying things I wouldn't even say to my worst enemy, and it's just awful. So I, yeah, Philly was the worst. They're different fans, different breed. They're very, very passionate. Is right. All right, so now let's talk about me a little bit. Okay. What did you like about rooming with me? What was like? Because I know I was good, but what was I great at? Like, what did you love? Yeah, like, what was it like? You're you're great at making laughs. Uh, You know, I think our chemistry is, you know, I don't see you that much anymore, but it feels like, you know, it was like six, seven years ago when we roomed together. Now it's still 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 there. We've got to get back together. We should just jump upstairs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just lay down together. just hang out. It's like we never left. I know. Just good company and good laughs, I think, is the biggest, uh, you know, thing in you know, our relationship was good. So one of the pranks Brian played on me, and it almost got me divorced. It was really bad. <laughs> so we had a room, and the room's usually clean. 
And so one day we were in the room like, oh, look, there's a bra strap there. And it was just laying in one of the closets or something. And so Brian threw that in my bag on the way home. So I got home and I go home and I throw my bag in the closet or whatever. And I come home and my wife has just got this stone look on her face. And she's like, I think we should talk. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, what's this? And I'm like, what? So you what? And she's like, what's this in your bag? And I'm like, why? Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she pulls out a bra strap. I'm like, fucking Brian Bickle. Threw that in my bag. And I was like, are you kidding me? So we honestly, like, it went on for the whole She's like, yeah, right. No one would do that. Like, no, why would he ever? I'm like, because he's a piece of garbage. And he threw it in my bag. That was a good joke. And I, I think I even had to call you. I can't remember how we diffused the situation. But that was, like, one of the greasiest thing that has ever happened to me and I was just like oh my gosh I was just you guys got five kids now you guys are great stronger than ever I guess what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right oh my gosh so so bad all right let's see okay now that you're we got what's the typical well like this is for people who are super boring when I don't know what to talk about oh okay and I just go okay what's your favorite restaurant in Chicago Brian I'm not answering no okay so Now that you're retired, you got a lot of stuff going on. When you're not fishing, when you're not, what like what's a typical day for you? Chase after the kids. Yes, chasing, planning, diapers, feeding, and repeat. So how is the diaper changing going in your house? Is it is it, is it strictly on you? No, it's it's on both sides. You know, it's uh, whoever smelts it. You know, fixes Delta. It. Whoever smelts it fixes it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have, okay, one of the worst experiences I've ever had, and it's happened to me multiple times, where where you walk in the room, and the kids have been sleeping, and during their nap, they decided to dig into their diaper and wipe the poo everywhere. Has that ever happened to you? That has not happened really? to you. Really? No, Am I the kids. only one? Just your kids. I had a solid two-week period where every my twins, they thought it was a game. And I would have to walk into the room, and it would smell like, a zoo had just exploded in there and there would be poo smeared on the walls up and down the cribs. And I legit would have to go, okay, here we go. Like, let's get the, the spray out and clean it up. Like that is not an abnormal thing to happen in my house. No, that's, that's never happened to me. No. Has that ever happened to anybody else with kids? You are? Yeah. We tape the diaper on now with tape. So I take hockey tape and I tape, well, <laughs> literally tape the diaper on. And then it's like we tried to put the pajamas on backwards. We tried the sleep sack, and they still were like Houdinis and would get out of it. But now, yeah, we, the tape works, so I recommend that. The tape. Oh, it's so the bad. Tape. It's so, so bad. I can't imagine that. All right, so when Sorry. you were playing, what was like, other than, okay, it's hard, because I know you're going to say the cup were your best moments. Like, what was your first game like? Tell me about that experience. Who were you playing? Detroit. Detroit. Okay, let's... We'll try that again. Did you join Detroit? Detroit the, the Red Wings. The in Red Detroit Red or in no, Chicago? In Chicago. Okay. It was my my first call up. I was uh, we, were, we were in Norfolk as a farm team, so I flew obviously to Norfolk to go to the game that night. Played against Detroit, scored my first game, which is definitely cool. Chelios was trying to check me, and I ended up scoring. So Suck it, Chelios. Kind of cool, but. Uh, yeah, those are the good numbers. You know, you score your first game. I scored against Turco the next game. Really? So two and two. And then they're like, well, we better start playing this guy. And then obviously playoffs, or Blackhawks didn't make the playoffs. And I got sent back down. And then I... Oh, so you got called up right near the end of the year. Yeah. 
That's so a good impression. Like, oh, we're gonna give this guy a try, and then I did well, and then. What round were you drafted? Second. Oh. Yeah, we had four second round draft picks that year. Who were the other four? Or uh, the three? Excuse me. Bowen. Oh. Uh, Ryan Garlock. Never heard of him. And then I don't know some French guy. Like, uh, Those French guys are the yeah, worst. Yeah. Like, Who was your worst teammate? Worst. Who did you hate? Teammates. Or coach? Either one. Oh. Who did you know. hate the most? Um, I didn't. I don't really have oh, that word in my in my in my vocabulary. I don't Who did really you hate. jive with? I don't know. Um, shoot, I don't know. It's funny. When I came here, I, I always used to say I hated Burr. Yeah. Because before I met him, we were playing in a game. I was playing. Gosh, I can't remember. He was playing for Chicago, and I was playing for somebody else. And during the timeouts, I would skate around. And then he would skate behind me and pretend he couldn't skate, like mocking me like I'm a terrible hockey player. So the first time I met Burr, I'm like, I want to take your head off right now. I said, stay away from me. I don't like you. Just don't even come near me. And he slowly, like a weed, like grows on you. And now I kind of like him a little bit. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of guys who I don't like who I played with. I don't have any of those guys. Really? Clutterbuck, I didn't like. Well, he was okay, but he annoyed me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a very, you know me. I, I like you or I don't. Yeah. It is what it is. I do beat a lot of people up. I almost fought Kaner one time, actually. When we went out for a rookie dinner, he was annoying me. And I think he threw a water on me. And I looked at him. I said, if you do that again, I'm going to come across the table and take your head off. That's when Kaner was crazy. Yeah, that's when it was uh, during a rookie party. I was like, I lost. I like went, flipped a switch. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. I can't remember those numbers. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was bad. So I I don't know. I, I guess I... I've grown with age. I don't do that anymore. Okay. Anyways, back to the fun <laughs> stuff. Well, let's try to do some rapid fire. Switch it up a little bit. All right. All right. Your favorite. So you fought a little bit. A little bit. Who was your favorite fight? Other um, than getting knocked up by me. My favorite fight? Probably Wayne Simmons fight. Oh, yeah. really? So he was a tough up. kid. How did you beat him up? He only weighs like 190 But he's pounds. like a super tough kid. Yeah, he's super tough. I mean, he's got... Still, he's actually a really good player. Okay, yeah. favorite hockey movie? Uh, Slapshot. Favorite athlete outside of hockey? Favorite athlete? Not a fisherman either. Favorite athlete outside of hockey? Um, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, you're so you're boring. On the spot here. I'm you're like, so I, incredibly the boring. Brain doesn't really move that fast. Anymore. I don't know. He's such a good motivational speaker. <laughs> well, I'm talking about myself. I'm prepared. I don't have to put it on the spot. Um, I don't know. All right, let's let's yeah. just hold that one. Favorite yeah. athlete that he stumped Brian Bickle. Yeah. Favorite beer. My beer, Green by Bickle. You have a beer? Yes, I have a beer. Let's, Let's just back the truck up here. How did you have a beer? A brewery back home wanted to make a beer after me, so we make beer. And you called it Cream by Bickle. Yes, because because that beer. sounds delicious. It's a cream ale. I know when I want something in my mouth. What I, I want a cream by Bickle. I know you can take it that way because your mind's that side. But that's my part of my game. I cream guys, you know. Oh my yes. gosh. Oh. <laughs> We're going to get that sound bite. It's really hard. Okay. That's going to be the title of this podcast. Brian Bickle Creams, guys. On the weekend. And we have another one that's called Biscuit in the Basket. And the a, other one is going to be a facial beer. And there's going to be a... 
so Cream by Bickle. Yeah. If you don't have it, get it now. Yeah. And can you please, to end it off, tell the story about how you fell asleep in the dentist chair? Yeah, I, I was getting a root canal. Um, you got the, you know, freezing, and then it's like, okay, we're going to pull this one out. Basically, you know, it's blowing up because I got hit in the mouth. And then, uh, yeah, I just took a nap. So I'm a, like, I'm a professional napper. Like I'm what's, what disease do you have? What's your, why, why do you fall asleep all the time? Because. Are you know, lazy or do you have like narcolepsy? I don't have narcolepsy. I've actually had multiple tests to see if I have narcolepsy. I then, don't. Can you, I just fall in the deep sleep really quick and easy. Where's the funniest spot you've ever fallen asleep? Oh, funniest spot. Um, well, Funny, you guys always left me on the bus. <laughs> it was so good. We'd pull up to the hotel or to the plane, and we'd all get off, and Brian would just be sitting there on the bus sleeping. And then the bus driver would start driving away. Laps, and I'm like sitting, <laughs> I wake up, and I go, oh, funny one, guys. It was go so good. Oh, it was great. I've done that many times. Didn't you fall asleep on the bench one time? No, that's false, false, false. I thought you fell asleep no, on the bench and then woke up. Asleep. And then saw your line mates story, on the ice. Story. This is when we were in the minors. So I was in the box, took a penalty, obviously done penalty, come back to the bench. And then obviously I was, fell asleep. I had the shift and I was tired of sitting on the bench, recovering. Sleeping. And then both my line mates went out and I was like, well, oh, wait, both my line mates are out there. But I didn't realize there was a whistle and there was another penalty. So there's another guy of our team in the box. So I hopped on the ice and Mike Cavanaugh was the coach. I hopped on and I just grabbed the puck and then blew the whistle. And they're like, uh, too many men. And uh, I came back to the bench and Javi's like, uh, yeah, go back to the box. <laughs> so that's the following. I always saw you, fell, someone told me you fell asleep, no, woke up, and your line mates were on the ice, so you panicked. No. And jumped on the it's ice. I was not falling asleep. I was, I just told You were resting your eyes. Okay, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. It's hard, you know? It is hard. All right, well, everybody go out and get a cream mail from Brian. <laughs> Maybe tonight. And then uh, give it up for Brian. Bickle, Chicago Blackout Legend. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Let's get out of here. That's it. Let's go. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks and see you next time.